the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down in your soul. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like a tide, it is rising up deep inside a current that moves and makes it come alive. Living water that brings it dead to life. This is Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for joining me. Hope that you're doing great on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. It's cloudy, it's been rainy, and I'm enjoying it. I'm from Oregon, uh, from Southern Oregon, so it's fun to have some clouds in the sky and really thankful for the moisture. It's been so cold here in Southern Colorado. I pastor at Rocky Mountain Calvary and Austin Bluffs and Academy, and today is a special day for me in terms of pastoring because I started senior pastoring at RMC 17 years ago uh, today. I was 27 years old and had been the youth pastor at RMC. So Dave, reflection for me, and I'm so thankful to the Lord and his faithfulness. Uh, Time goes quick and loving serving the Lord and loving being here in Colorado Springs. The purpose of Crosswalk Colorado Springs is to give you an opportunity to call in with a question uh, that you have for a pastor. Maybe something's on your heart and your mind, something that you're going through, something that you've read in scripture. Or you have been reading and you're like, man, I really would like to know about this. I also love talking about real things. So if you're going through a difficulty, uh, pick up the phone. We'll pray uh, together. We'll get in God's Word uh, together. The number to call is 844-500-WORD. Again, that's 844-596-73. Maybe you've got a cup of coffee or you're stuck in traffic. 844-500-9673. Also, you can send me a text. It comes directly to me, 719-315-1726. Again, that text-only number is 719-315-1726. Walk for Life is coming up uh, this Saturday. You can go to uh, walkforlife.com and walk, run, volunteer. All the proceeds go to Life Network, a great agency here in town, organization, has a wonderful pregnancy resource center. So if you have a heart for the unborn, a heart for life, go to walkforlife.com and join us this Saturday for the walk, the run. You can also volunteer as well. I've got a text question uh, that came in, so we'll start off the, today's show uh, with that uh, question. It says, for my own personal growth, what reference in the Bible should I refer to to have the best understanding on why we pray to our Father, yet end our prayers in Jesus' name I pray? So this is a great, great question, and the answer comes from Matthew chapter 6, and Jesus taught us to, to pray. Oftentimes we refer to this as the Lord's Prayer, 
Uh, but it's really the prayer for the disciples because Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray. And he says, in this manner, therefore pray. This is Matthew 6, verse 9. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So beginning our prayers with Father is how Jesus taught us to pray. Now to go a little bit deeper into this, when you study prayers in the Old Testament, they never addressed God as Father. It was always Lord, emphasizing that God's all-powerful, that he's holy. But here Jesus, to the disciples, is teaching them a new way to pray. This would actually surprise them because they weren't used to addressing God uh, this way. But the mission of Jesus was to bring us into relationship with God as our Father. Romans 8 talks about that we've been given the spirit of adoption. So this is more than just a route way of starting a prayer, a rote way of starting a prayer, but this is personal of realizing God's my dad, Abba, Father, Daddy, and beginning our prayers uh, that way. And as far as ending our prayers, ending our prayers in the name of Jesus, Jesus encouraged us uh, several times in the Gospel of John uh, if we pray in his name. So what does that mean to pray in the name of Jesus? It's to pray according to his character and his, his nature. So when we're praying in the name of Jesus, we're in agreement with the character and the nature of Christ, of who Christ is. So hopefully that's helpful to you. Thanks so much for sending in that text question. I am live in studio uh, today. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Would love to hear from you if you've got questions about the Bible or you're going through challenges and difficulties and you would like prayer. So pick up the phone, 844-596-73, 844-596-73. Also, you can send me a text, 719-315-1726. I don't know about you, but it has been just a crazy season. Uh, the month of May was super busy uh, month. Our oldest daughter, she graduated high school. We're so uh, proud of her. You probably had some graduations uh, to go to. Then there's just so much that's going on in our world. It can easily get to a place where we find ourselves just overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed from busyness. We're overwhelmed from bad news. And where do we get encouragement? I'd like to read to you a few verses out of Romans uh, chapter 8 that have been really speaking uh, to me. And I think you'll find them to be really encouraging as you're driving down the road or home for the evening or still at work. This is, is Romans chapter 8, beginning in verse 28, going down. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. God's promise that all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purposes, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, whom he justified, these he also glorified. And here's a question for us. 
What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? You have God's favor. God is for you. He did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? Is God who died and furthermore is also risen? Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us? Jesus is praying for you right now. What an incredible encouragement to all of us. Another question, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sakes, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. The answer is none of these things can separate us from God's love. Nothing that we're going through or will go through in the future will separate us from God's love. So here's the conclusion. Yet in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We're not conquered by our circumstances. We're not conquered by the economy. We know that we're loved by God. And Paul says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Incredible encouragement. And that encouragement is always there for us 24-7. You can open up your Bible to Romans chapter 8 and read the end of the chapter and know that you're loved by God, that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Are you fully convinced? Are you persuaded that nothing can separate you from God's love? I'd love to hear from you this afternoon. Send me a text, 719-315-1726. Again, that text number for your questions, your prayer requests is 719-315-1726, or give me a call, 844-500-9673. We're going to head to a break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for joining me and listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. I'd love to hear from you uh, today. I'm live in studio. I know it's uh, crazy times that we're uh, living in. There's so much uh, going on. The cost of inflation, the cost of gas, seems like every time I go to fill up, it's just more uh, expensive groceries are, are going up. There's so many uh, concerns in, in that regard. So much violence that's taking place in our country. I know our hearts are grieving uh, the shooting and Rob Elementary School and violence that's taking place in our city in Colorado Springs. So if all of these things are, are weighing on you, I would love to pray with you uh, on today's show. So give me a call, 844-596-73. You know, how are you processing and responding to the Rob Elementary uh, shooting? For those of you that have kids, how have your kids responded? What kind of conversations have you had uh, with your kids? But this is an open line for you to call today with prayer requests, with questions, and I would love to to talk with you. Again, that number is 844 800 
And then the text-only number is a great way to be part of today's show. Pick up your phone, shoot me a text, 719-315-1726. Again, that's 719-315-1726. I know a place that I've been going for encouragement has been Romans chapter 8. I read that just before uh, the break. Uh, To think about that God didn't spare his own son for us, how will he not freely with him give us all uh, good things? God has proven his character to us. And when our circumstances change and they come and they, they go, is to be able to know, I know that God's character is proven, not based on my feelings, but because God gave his son for me on the cross. I know there's been many, many times that Romans 8.32 has been an anchor uh, for me. A text question that has come in is, who is Allah? And that is a good question, and I think a question that many people may be wondering about. A resource that I really like that I'd like to recommend to you is gotquestions.org. But they have an article that is titled, Who is Allah? And I'm, I'm reading from their article here. It's, Allah is an Arabic word that means God or more accurately, the God. In Western culture, it's commonly believed that the word Allah is used exclusively by Muslims to describe their God, but that is not actually true. The word Allah is used by Arabic speakers of all Abrahamic faiths, including Christianity and Judaism, as meaning God. However, according to Islam, Allah is God's proper name, while Christians and Jews know him as Yahweh, When Arabic-speaking Christians use the word Allah, it's used in a combination with the word Allah Abba. Allah Abba means God the Father, and this usage is one way Arab Christians distinguish themselves from Muslims. So on the very simplest form, Allah is the Arabic word that means God. Now for those that are of the Islamic faith, their definition of God is according to the Quran. And when you study the Quran, the Quran is very contradictory to the Bible and doesn't line up uh, with uh, Scripture. But the simple answer to uh, your question is that uh, the word Allah is the Arabic word that means God. You're listening to Crosswalk on 100.7, The Word, with Pastor Eric Cartier. I pastor at Rocky Mountain Calvary at Austin Bluffs and Academy. If you're looking for a home church, we'd love to have you come visit us. Our services are Saturday night at 6, and Sunday at 9 and 11, and then Wednesday nights at 6.30. Right after uh, today's show, I'll be headed over to uh, the church for our, our service. We're currently going through uh, the book of uh, Romans. The number to call is 844-500-9673. Also, you can send a text, 719-315-1726. Another question that has come in is, what is the ironic blessing from Genesis chapter 6? So this is a really good question, and actually... It comes from the book of Numbers. Numbers chapter 6 is the blessing that God gave to the priests uh, for them to pronounce over a God's people. Is the ironic blessing after Aaron, the priest, who was encouraged to pronounce this over uh, the children 
of Israel. I'll read it to you. This is number six, verse 22. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them. That's interesting. God says, This is the way I want you to to bless God's people. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is a wonderful prayer that we can pray over those that we love and we care for. The Lord bless you and keep you, that God's favor would be upon them, that God's protection would be upon them. I love this, that the Lord make his face to shine upon you. This is the joy of the Lord and God being in relationship. I think any that are grandparents can relate to this is your face shines when you see uh, your grandkids and God's face shines upon us because he loves us. And then God be gracious to you. Grace is unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor. So God giving to us uh, what we don't deserve. And that's a wonderful prayer to, to pray over those that we love. And then the Lord lift up his countenance that his attention would be upon us and the Lord give you peace. So thank you for that question. Uh, that's a, a great question of, can you briefly describe the ironic uh, blessing? You're listening to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number to call is 844-500-WORD, 844-500-9673. You can also send me a text at 719-315-1726. Like many of you, I've been thinking a lot about uh, this shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, uh, Texas. My heart has been broken and I've been grieving and one of the things that I realized as I have been processing this uh, this week that the shooter will stand accountable before the Lord. And in Romans 12, verse 18, it says, If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will pray, repay, says the Lord. Obviously, there's a great need for justice in this uh, situation. And in this shooting, one of the things that gets to us is now this shooter cannot be held accountable here on this earth. He's, He's dead, he's passed away, but he is standing before the Lord. And God says, vengeance is mine. The crazier that things get in this world, the more that my heart longs for Jesus to come back, for him to return, and him to make everything right. And whether it's the injustice of this Rob Elementary shooting or other things that have happened in your life, you can rest and know that ultimately everyone's going to have to stand before the Lord. And that justice that we long for is what Christ will be able to uh, pay out. So. I want to encourage you to continue to pray for those families that are affected in this shooting, that God would comfort them with his love and minister his peace to them. This is Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. You can send me a text, 719-315-1726. If you've got questions, questions about what you've been reading in the Bible, or you're going through things in your life and you'd like prayer, just put it down in a text. 719-315-1726. The number to call is 844-500-9673. We're going to head to a break and we'll be right back. 
100.7 The Word. Heard online on the Word mobile app. Tune in, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. You are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. Welcome back to Crosswalk. Thanks so much for joining me and listening on this cloudy day, June 1st of 2022. Thankful for the moisture. Hope that you're doing well as you're driving or you're home. Thank you for taking the time uh, to listen. Hey, let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you're out there. Would love to hear from you. Give me a text with a question, prayer request. What's on your mind? 719-315-1726. Also, you can give me a call. 844-596-73. 844-596-73. Love to know how you're processing the Rob Elementary shooting. How has it affected you? How are you grieving? Those type of things. Again, that number is 844-500-9673. The text only number is 719-315-1726. This week I was reading in Isaiah before I was going to bed, and Isaiah 25 really jumped out at me. I want to share a few verses with you from Isaiah 25. It says, For you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. Let me read that one more time. For you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. And then it goes on to say, He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord will wipe away tears from all faces. We know that's in Revelation, but it's also in Isaiah 25, where God is going to swallow up death forever. Incredible. And as a loving father, he's going to wipe away tears from our faces. And then Isaiah 25 verse 9 says, And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. And how we are waiting for the Lord. And we're waiting for him to return and make all things right. Here comes a text that has come in. A prayer request says, Hi, Pastor Eric, please pray for Clyde healing from knee surgery and pain. Also pray for Jim healing from soldier surgery and pain too. Definitely will uh, for sure play for Clyde and for for Jim. And, And both Clyde and Jim are Good friends of mine and attend RMC, and it's a, a real privilege to to pray for them this afternoon and encourage you to to join me in prayer. Father, I thank you for Clyde, and as he's gone through uh, this knee uh, surgery, God, I just pray uh, for a quick recovery, that you would be with him, that he would feel your presence right now as he's listening on the radio, uh, and allow him to know that you're with him. And, and Jesus, you're the great physician, and would you heal up this knee, allow there to be a quick recovery and take away the pain. And Lord, we also pray for Jim. He's had this surgery on his shoulder. Lord, we use our soldiers so much, God, and would you cause there to be healing and comfort? Jesus, would you shepherd him well? Would you take him to the green pastures and still waters? We thank you that you 
are with us. And we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. The number to call is 844-500-9673, or you can send a text 719-315-1726. I read this article in our local news that I found to be interesting. It was on krdo.com, and this is the title of the article. It says, D20 board director describes tenure on school board as a spiritual battle. So here he is, is the the former director of D20 school board, and he was sharing how he found it to be a spiritual battle. And then the article goes on to uh, describe this and and describe uh, some things that that he uh, mentioned. What I find this interesting is just from a pastoral and spiritual and biblical perspective, when we look in Ephesians chapter 6, that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I used to be a youth pastor way back in, in the day, and some of the more difficult ministry that I've ever done, and Satan real has an agenda to go after young people and go after uh, teenagers, and I do think that there's a very spiritual battle uh, that is is uh, taking place, and it's uh, something for us to to consider and to pray over our kids and our, and our teens and pray for God's protection, his blessing for uh, the knowledge of Christ. Uh, speaking of schools, uh, this is a, another article that I read. The teachers utilize unapproved LGBT flashcards to teach preschoolers. So you've got a teacher who's using LGBT flashcards to teach uh, preschoolers. And this comes from the Daily Wire. It says a preschool teacher in North Carolina public school taught colors to her three and four-year-olds using LGBT flashcards, which included a picture of a pregnant man. The teacher, who has not been identified, was found out to have used them on preschoolers after the state representative, Aaron Pear, contacted the Republican about the cards at Valentine Elementary School in Wake County. Pear contacted the principal of the school to see if she was aware of the use of the cards, which showcase LGBTQ relationships, and also go through what each of the colors of the pride flag mean. And the principal was not aware that this was was going on and addressed uh, the situation. So this just goes to show... uh, what can and does happen in our schools and for us as parents to be very diligent and, and vigilant of what's being taught. And remember, this is three and four-year-olds. This is preschoolers. This is not even a kindergartners. One of the things that I'm not ashamed of is God's word and God's teaching on sexuality because God's not ashamed of his teaching on sexuality. In Genesis chapter one, it says that God created us male and female It wasn't good for Adam to be alone. God created Eve, brought Eve to Adam, and Adam was blessed. He was like, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And they knew each other in intimacy, and they were not ashamed. So God designed sex to be expressed between a man and a woman inside of the commitment of marriage. And sexuality is is owned by the Lord. He's the one who created us. He created us male and female. And he created us to enjoy sex inside of the commitment of marriage between 
a man and uh, a woman. So encourage you to spend some time in Genesis 1 and 2 to be able to really gain God's heart uh, for uh, sexuality. This came from townhall.com uh, from Albert Muller. Uh, the Louisville Courier Journal ran the headline recently, Homework at Christian Academy of Louisville Persuade Your Friend to Stop Being Gay. The headline could have been Christian School Under Fire for Teaching Doctrine on Homosexuality. Christian Academy of Louisville is the largest private school system in the area. It's a school with a long history. But the story is not about Louisville, and it's not just about this school. This story should be about any Christian ministry, any Christian school, college, or university, any Christian church or denomination, even any Christian family. We had better all be paying attention. The reporting on the story shows how the moral landscape continues to shift right before our eyes. This is an effort to intimidate a Christian school to back down from upholding what? Historical, biblical, Christian teaching. So that's from Al Mohler on townhall.com. So so many things going on, especially in regards to this issue of sexuality and biblical uh, sexuality. And I think it's time for us to go in accordance to God's word, to truth. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. Aren't you ready to do relationships God's way? This is Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. We're going to head to a break and I'll be right back. Stay with us on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're enjoying your day. Thankful for the moisture that God is giving to us here in Southern Colorado. The number to call is 844-500-9673, live in studio. Also, you can reach out by text 719-315-1726. Let's go to our phone lines to Esther. Esther, thanks so much for calling. Welcome to the program. Uh, yes, Pastor Eric, I just wanted to ask you a question because you just mentioned about the shooter um, having to stand before the Lord now. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I've always been uh, under the impression that those who are saved are in the presence of the Lord as soon as they pass on into heaven because they, they meet Jesus or Jesus welcomes them. That, that's been my impression, and yet there are scriptures in the Bible that say uh, you know, at, at the end of the age or whatever, you know, uh, when Jesus comes back, he's going to raise the dead. So yeah. who's so, going to be raised? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Let me go. That, that let me go into that a little more detail. That that's a great question. You know, when I was referring to the shooter standing before the Lord, I was technically thinking at the end of time in Revelation where 
those that don't know Christ are, are raised up and stand before Christ for the great white throne judgment and then are, are cast into hell, cast into uh, outer darkness. So for those that don't know Christ as their Savior, uh, they go to, to Hades, this holding tank, until uh, the time where God raises up uh, the dead for their final uh, judgment. And this is referred to in Revelations at the end of the Bible. The great white throne judgment is in Revelation 20, verses 11 through uh, 15. But the bigger principle that I was trying to point out is just that this shooter's not going to get away with killing all of these kids. He's, he's going to have to stand before the Lord and give a, account. And then the other side of this is for believers. Believers will be raised up too, but not raised up to judgment, but raised up to salvation, where we will receive our glorified bodies and forever be with the Lord. Okay, so the great white throne is for those who are going to be judged um, poorly and go to Hades. Um, go to hell, yep. At the judgment. And, and But that doesn't, uh, I mean, I still don't, clar- it doesn't clarify if you're absent from the body and present with the Lord, and yet you just said again that at the end of the age and in Revelation 20 that God or Jesus will raise everyone from the dead, you know? Yeah, so let me touch on that a little bit more uh, as well. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So as soon as a believer dies, we go home to be with the Lord. But then 1 Corinthians 15 talks about the second coming of Jesus. And at the second coming of Jesus, the graves will be opened and we'll receive our glorified bodies. So it seems as though that believers, their spirit goes home to be with the Lord until the second coming of Christ, when we receive our glorified bodies. And and this seems confusing, but time is completely different in heaven because it's eternity. A thousand years to us is as a day to the Lord. So I don't think we're going to be waiting long, if at all, for our, our, our bodies. So your spirit goes home to be with the Lord, but you don't get that glorified body until the second coming of Christ. So the best places to study this is 1 Corinthians 15, and then Revelation 21, and I think that will help to clear some things up. Okay, and um, like you were just saying, but it still is like, I don't understand, um, if you're going to be judged, I mean... Jesus went to the cross, and, and and he's even interceding for us right now. See, there's so many things that it's like, uh, I didn't even know that. And if we're saved through his blood, why is he still interceding for us? Because we're still sinners. I, I agree with that. But it's like, we don't want to sin. I mean, once you're saved, you, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit convicts us, and, and we know we want to love God the Lord and and be with him and and he to be Lord not just uh, that we're saved I understand that that's even an, another step up it, it's beautiful yeah let's pick that apart a little bit so that we have clarity so as believers we're not going before the Lord 
in in judgment like an unbeliever because Jesus has paid the price for our sins. That's the beauty of the gospel. We're forgiven. Uh, we are giving an account for our lives for a reward, but not uh, being judged for our sin because Jesus has paid the price uh, for for us. So why is Jesus interceding for us? Twofold. The first is because we do sin, and Jesus is quick to say, I've paid for that. I've paid for that. I've paid for that. And and secondly, I think Jesus is interceding for the things that we need in our lives, for, for direction, for help, to overcoming sin and temptation and encouragement from discouragement. And so he's also interceding for those those needs in, in our life. So. Well, I hope. Yeah, that is that is beautiful because uh, there is a scripture. I don't know where I read it that that even Jesus says the Holy Spirit is like working in His behalf. It's for it's for Jesus that the Holy Spirit came to lead us home to help us get there. Yeah, our, the Holy Spirit is our helper and our teacher. Thank Thank you for giving me a call today. I hope that was helpful. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, Pastor. Yeah, thank you. God bless you. Bye bye. You're listening to Crosswalk on 100.7. Uh, the Word had a text that just came in. Really appreciate it. It says, Scripture of encouragement in light of our country and world's challenges. Psalms 31, verse 24. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. So this is a, a great uh, encouragement. Our attitude can be one of strength and one of courage because we put our hope in the Lord. I think all of the challenges that are happening in our world the last few years and currently does really reveal where we put our hope. Where do we put our expectation of coming good? So let's put our hope in the Lord because God never uh, lets us down. Be encouraged. The Lord loves you. If you're needing some encouragement today, would encourage you to spend some time at the end of Romans chapter 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? He did not Spare his own son, so how will he not with Christ freely give us all things? Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. It's a privilege to be able to host Crosswalk Colorado Springs on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. We've got a few exciting things to announce. Is Starting next week, uh, we will be on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 5 to 6, so make sure to tune in on Mondays also the show turns into a podcast. So if you miss a show or you miss part of a show, you can go to Crosswalk Colorado Springs on any place that you find your podcast. It can be Spotify, it can be on Apple Music, Google Play, any place that you get your uh, get your podcast, you can go find us, Crosswalk Colorado Springs. So hope that you know that you're loved and that Christ is with you, that he'll never leave you or forsake you, that whatever you're going through, He is faithful. He's given us the promise that all things work together for good to those that love Christ and are called according to His purpose. So make sure to tune in on Monday. We'll be back with you from 5 to 6, and then on Tuesday and Wednesday as well. If you're looking for a home church, we'd invite you to Rocky Mountain Calvary at rmcalvary.org. Until next time, have a great evening. Know that you're loved by the Lord. We'll catch you next time.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.